Welcome back to The Betrayed. I'm Gina Beck. This is Drew Williams. Thank you for listening. Thank you for liking, commenting, and subscribing. I really appreciate y'all, especially the reviews on Apple Podcasts. It means a lot. Yeah, thank you guys for the continued support. All the names that we see regularly. I love all the feedback. How are you? I'm good besides my cat jumping on all my stuff, knocking stuff off my desk right now. How are you? I'm great. Uh, Just surviving the coronavirus. And yeah, yeah. I, let's talk about that for a second before we get into everything. <laughs> all right. What specifically do you want to talk about? Because it seems to be all anybody's talking about right now. Yeah, that's why I didn't really want to make it a main topic of conversation, just because I don't want everybody to be like, really? Like this? So this is not like the main thing that we want to talk about. I just kind of want to get our thoughts and opinions on it. Like, what do you think about it? I think people are panicking and buying the wrong stuff like toilet paper is not going to save you from covid-19 but it's real contagious like it's it's no joke i mean it's it's everywhere i mean i think people should take the precautions and i don't know if you believe in god or whatever just pray you don't get it and your loved ones do cuz most people at risk are your are elderly and healthcare providers right and I, I understand the toilet paper thing for sure, just because like if they do decide to make you stay in your house for two, three weeks or longer, um, you're going to need it, obviously. But it like I definitely agree they are buying the wrong things. And just don't be selfish about it. Make sure there's enough for everybody, because if you if everybody all, you know, I don't know how to say this gets together, riots together whatever the term you want to use Boogaloo. we're gonna get what we want okay so you won't be without food and toilet paper if people just work together and not against each other don't fight each other just you know what i mean yeah work together. unfortunately our society's not like that they're, yeah they're, well, you know what if you're listening to this be like that be a leader not a follower and don't be that asshole just... yeah go look at like disaster relief photo, like videos from like japan where people are all standing orderly and waiting in line and letting elders go first but that's so sweet that's sweet we can get off that subject though i'm sure everyone is tired of hearing about it you know, we're not any fucking experts on it so <laughs> for sure that brings me to a bigger subject, I, th- I think, personally. There was a bust back in January where they busted a porn ring that had over 9 million images. One Englishman whose name was Samuel King and four other sp- suspects, and they just recently appeared in court. I'll just read what it said. The five-man five pedophilic ring consisting of three Belgians, one Dutch, and one Englishman is reported to have made and distributed child pornography from thousands of victims, including members of their own family, but also from children from around the world. They extorted sexual content from minors in India in return for food and money. So these guys were just wow. all around disgusting. Yeah, I, I hope that they, I don't know, catch more. Like, I just, I feel like I don't see enough, like, pedophile rings being, you know, taken down. Like, those are big deals, but it's amazing that they... We're taken care of, and I just hope to see more of that, you know? 
And it's scary because you you think about nine million images. How many times did that go out? And I mean, is that nine million people? Like, I, I mean, obviously it's not. But how how many how many people were receiving those images, and why haven't they been prosecuted more? Well, this kind of like leads into something that I wanted to talk about. A sexual predator who stole images from hundreds of iCloud accounts uh, is now doing jail. But this was done in the UK. I'm sure this happens everywhere, though, Then, since it's being you know, on the news in the UK. I'm sure it happens all over. But a UK man was being jailed for 32 months after pleading guilty to stealing intimate photos and videos from 297 iCloud accounts. As reported... I guess it was live, 38-year-old Robert Field hacked into hundreds of iCloud accounts and stole images and shared them with people he knew and on publicly, well, also publicly on websites. According to the report, a sexual predator hacked into the Apple iCloud accounts of hundreds of people. That is super scary. You never know when you can get hacked. That's something that scares me about cell phones in general, not for my sake, but just for others, because a lot of people take pictures of their kids and not only do you post them on social media where a lot of parents don't post them on social media and they just have them on their phone. <laughs> Sorry. And they just have them on their phone. And it's scary to think that anybody could potentially hack into it and have all of those pictures or like their childhood pictures and they're like, you know, those are all on our phones nowadays and not just in a I don't know just a printed out and put into a photo album you know those are all in our albums on our phones so it's super scary I don't know if I misread it or not but they did they say he did that while in prison let's see it was his name's Robert Field he used an elaborate technique to guess the passwords of his victims then took the images and shared them both with people he knew and publicly Police found the 38-year-old from Nightingale Avenue, Hather, near a very popular place in the UK. He had kept a full, detailed spreadsheet on his computer that contained the personal details of all of the 297 victims, including their security answers, names, date of birth, and addresses. It was a, He had his whole spreadsheet. Okay, also, so he, he did it from... He was arrested later. I just misread it. I was just finishing the article. I didn't even finish it. Um, but yeah, he. I don't think it was done from jail, no did it at home because the police received a tip off about his activity he pleaded guilty on february 14th to 28 counts of causing a computer to perform a function to secure unauthorized data and one further count of securing unauthorized access to computer material with intent so police stated that field you know maliciously researched his victims and was able to use security questions to reset accounts after acquiring their emails he worked through the night so that victims were only informed their passwords had been reset once they woke up that's happened to me before <laughs> sex that's really creepy and then you again that brings up like so he was distributing those so how many people did those go to and what right would like what a weird fetish i mean it's sick but like how much sexual gratification can you get from just like family photos right and i mean and we're talking about photos <laughs> this just leads into uh west hampstead sexual predator jailed for like a string of assaults on aspiring models who he lured to his home by like offering free photo shoots which kind of is relatable to a past story that we mentioned but it was with a woman 
in Washington who had been giving photo shoots and like, you know, do, trying to steal the baby. Yeah, as I say, wasn't it the woman that was setting up basically to steal children, right? Yeah, it's kind of similar, except for he was just doing this with models. But he was it. He's in West Hampstead, sexual predator who lured aspiring models to his home before sexually attacking attacking them, and he is in jail right now. Uh, his name is Osman Said. He's forty two. The Woodchurch Road offered free photo shoots for his victims before he like gave him a bunch of alcohol, got them drunk. Three of his victims attacked between 2012 and 2018, though, and would then pass out before waking to him performing sexual acts on them, which was super scary. During his earlier trial in Snaresbrook Crown Court, Saeed was found guilty of false imprisonment, common assault, and three counts of sexual assault by touching against women. Uh, the judge said, bottom line is this, young, enthusiastic models or actors came to you to be photographed and you abuse them then you tried to pull the wool over their eyes and of the jury's eyes but then they were having none of it the judge added the victims will never forget what you did to them and how you made them feel the court heard impact statements from Said's victims as well super scary to like think that oh you're gonna get a free photo shoot you get to post these pictures online it's gonna be good for your career if you're in the career of photos like only fans and instagram models etc like you're just excited for this and then you get there you do your photo shoot either during or after you're having a good time having some drinks and then you wake up to a man on top of you that is so scary and disgusting and i'm glad that he's in jail for it like that's probably, not a lot of people get caught i was gonna say it probably happens far more often than we even want to think about right one woman a foreign national who was homesick and you know susceptible left the uk after her attack out of fear Another described how her personality had changed and that she had become more anxious and worried. One victim said her creativity had been crushed. Mr. Ziedman added, in respect to all female victims, you took advantage of the fact they were aspiring to develop their careers as actors or models. Kind of like what I just said. I mean, it's just, it's true. And a lot of people try to use, use that in their advantage. Like, I could do this for you. And then they try to get something from them. But if they feel like they can't, they will give them drugs alcohol children that a little bit lead into what was just announced a few hours ago with a uh, harvey weinstein right <laughs> uh, i think it was announced was it a few hours ago or was it a f few weeks ago I, I thought his sentencing was recent i just know that he was found guilty and yeah then the, the the sentencing i thought just happened but i could be wrong on that yeah you want to talk about it yeah, I think Harvey Weinstein is is a disgusting individual, and I, he probably should be locked up. But I feel like he's well, is his like the article you sent me, his wife saying some or girlfriend, whatever she was saying that he he's taking the fall for a bunch of other men. It feels like this should just be a line. She to... did a poll on Instagram, right? Not to interrupt, but no, 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 no. Yeah, it was a poll or something like that, right? Uh, um, asking them if he got you know the right uh sentencing or was it too excess like too excess too excessive yeah and i i think he got exactly what he deserves i just think there should be more people lined up with 23 year sentences mm. I, I i mean it's another case of someone now granted i don't think at least from the documents i've read i don't think he was drugging any of these women but i mean he was definitely using his power to 
get what he wanted. And he would almost blacklist girls that wouldn't want to do anything because he was such a big, like, tycoon in Hollywood. Right. How do you feel about it, though? I'm glad he's caught. I'm glad that the women who were brave enough to come forward did. And I hope that all women or men or boys or girls, I hope they all get enough courage to be able to come forward as well if they are, have been sexually abused because you're giving, you know, you're, you're grieving like your own, your own life. I feel like when you are not able to, when you feel like you're not able to talk about it, you know, you just like, you're sad all the time and it puts you into depression and you feel like you have nobody that's listening or going to you or that hears you. So it's just, it's a scary I process. Even, I, I never thought about it, but that's a good term using it, like to use grief, like when not being able to express like what's going on. And it just, it's almost like the death of yourself almost. Right. You're also giving more uh, power to a predator, even though you don't want to. But when he gets caught or she gets caught, you know, there's consequences to that. And when they're just roaming the streets and not getting in trouble and they continue to do it, gives them more power but yeah he was sentenced what wednesday 23 years in prison for rape and sex assault it ignited the me too movement in the united states uh the sentence in manhattan state court was less than the maximum 29 years requested by prosecutors but could amount to an effective life sentence for the 67 year old who apparently is he like his health is frail since being jailed following his conviction February 24th. Uh, the prison term also was far higher than the five years his lawyers requested from the judge, James Burke. He was also, didn't they drop a couple charges for like a plea basically? Like, cause he's not, he's not like considered a sexual predator, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. And I'm pretty sure it even says it in the article, right? Yeah, it says a Manhattan jury convicted Mr. Weinstein of rape and criminal sexual acts, but acquitted him of three other counts, including two most serious charges against him, being a sexual predator, which I don't understand how. No, I don't get that. I, I, I don't I don't even know what to say to that. It's just so strange that you can be convicted of all those other accounts, criminal sexual act and rape, but you're not going to be a sexual predator. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense to me. I don't know. He's a sexual predator in my book. <laughs> just saying. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's degrees of sexual predator. I mean, he's probably not the worst, but they're all terrible. So I would like, since we're in, a, I guess, a bunch of crazy topics here, I'd like to talk about this one. East Bay man who plotted a kidnap and rape of unsuspecting strangers takes a plea deal. Uh, Martinez, a New York man who maliciously plotted how he would kidnap and rape two women who worked in the same building as him, was sentenced to nine years in a state prison as part of a plea deal, prosecutor said. Uh, not enough time. Matthew Caruso, 38, pleaded guilty to two attempted kidnapping of rape counts as part of the deal. Caruso was arrested in March. 2019, after he approached the first of his victims as she was leaving for work in Walnut Creek, attempting to use a stun gun on her and stuff her in the back, but was thwarted after she fought back. 
It's really creepy. Um, I lived in the East yeah. Bay for half a decade. Martinez wasn't that far away from where I lived. Oh, wow. Yeah. What appeared to be a random sexual assault case became much more sinister hours later when police uncovered journals allegedly written by Caruso in which he spelled out his plans to abduct women. He had the women's name, age, and address written down, uh, photos of her house, and handwritten notes about his plan according to court records. Like one note was very likely lives alone. She might be able to squeeze in the tactical bag Caruso wrote in one journal entry entitled Rape. Jane Doe 1, according to police, uh, said, I need to rape. Jane Doe 2, another entry allegedly said, I will tie her to my bed, rape her hard. She is so hot. The journals were uncovered after Caruso allegedly dumped a box of his possessions in a dumpster near apartments in Fremont. A maintenance man noticed the box was suspicious and called police who sifted through it and turned it over to Contra Costa authorities. The box contained a sex toy, bondage, straps, a stun gun, a wig, stolen license plates, a mask, zip ties, and the notes on both women according to court records. And he only got nine years for this? I guess. So in nine years, that guy 100% is going to recommit a crime at some point. I believe 100%. Anyone who's followed through that much, he's just going to get big and strong in prison and go out and actually do it. That's freaky. Even a search through Caruso's electronic devices yielded more damaging evidence, like child pornography, as well as several voyeur videos installed in public toilets, which appear to show Caruso setting the cameras up. Investigators wrote that in court records as well, and teamwork between attentive community members and diligent police officers brought this suspect to justice and made the community safer. I guess he was caught by the community, which is really good that they caught on to something like this because yeah, who knows nine years more. is i mean i'm glad they caught him but nine years is like a slap on the wrist i mean they put drug dealers in jail longer than that it, at least it's something but i do agree 100 percent that he shouldn't be let out i mean there's people that do way yeah way less crimes that spend way longer it's ridiculous no i just the whole thing is just the amount of victims and then just how much is there and then the child he'll he'll at least be a registered sex offender i guess that's one plus side when he does get out but i doubt they're gonna get knowing how the state of california is they're not gonna do a good job monitoring that guy right. walnut creek is the place where that girl was she was kidnapped for like 15 years and that guy fathered multiple kids with her and all that type of stuff like they don't do a good job up there right. <laughs> it's scary to think that they only got like not only him, but other people only get like that short of a period of time when they do something that huge. It's super scary. And then there's the other thing uh, I wanted to bring up one other story. This one's pretty horrific. It, it happened back in March of 2015, but it's getting attention now because the father is about to go on retrial. And it read, Arkansas father accused of raping his son to death with stick, six-year-old sleep in dog cage, and pulled the child's teeth out with pliers. 50-year-old father, Mauricio Alejandro Torres, is allegedly is alleged to have violated his son, Maurice Isaiah Torres, on a camping trip as a punishment for eating a piece of cake without permission. The youngster developed a bacterial infection and died of septic shock the next day in March 2015. His mother, Kathy Torres, pled guilty in 2016 to the same charges and was sentenced to life imprisonment without parole. The two are still married, but have no contact with each other. 
Torres, the the two parents' daughter went on trial, and uh, the prosecutor prosecutor before she started asked her how she wanted to refer to her parents, and she would like to refer to them as bio dad and bio mom. So you can already see the disconnect between the 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 daughter and the parents right there. And she mm-hmm. went on to testify later that uh, they treated Isaiah differently from her and Isaiah's twin sister. She and her sister and her parents would eat eat cooked meals or restaurant food while Isaiah was fed uh, rice and beans. They sometimes gave him peanut butter. She testified that Isaiah had to sleep in cages and for one month he had to stay in a large trash can. The girl said sometimes he had to act, she had to act as guard to keep her brother from escaping to get food. She was terrified that her parents would beat her and Isaiah with the cables, shoes, and sticks that Isaiah was already being abused with. And you, there's pictures. The mother and the father documented all their like torture sessions. There's pictures of him standing in like a above ground pool that's just mucky, nasty, and they apparently made him stand out there like through the night. There's pictures of before and after when they pulled his teeth out with pliers. And these were his biological parents. That's super sad. Yeah, I could. Uh, there's just. What gets me, I think I said this the other day to Jenna, how come you have to take a test to drive a car, but anybody can have a kid? That's one of those things where it's almost like it rides such a fine line of like personal liberties. It's like, <laughs> but it's like, I, I get where you're coming from. <laughs> like it, it should see, it should almost be like that. Cause you think of the amount of shitty parents out there. But at the same time, it's like, do you really want to ask the government to have children? I don't know if that's, I don't <laughs> no. know if that's going to work out. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but you should at least just like, I don't know. Schools should do more to teach children. Well, you know, that, like when that, I was in high school, we had like a bag of flour or like a little baby. We had to take care of it. But I wish that they would have taught us more because they didn't teach us really anything. Well, this also it. is really sad about this. Isaiah Torres is the his teachers even reported stuff, and the state never did anything. Two of yeah. Isaiah's former teachers testified Thursday afternoon about the concerns they had for his welfare during the 2013-2014 school year. Perry Hefferman, his kindergarten teacher and music teacher Hannah Paul, both told seeing multiple large bruises on the boys' bodies. The women also testified that Isaiah stole other children's lunches and scavenged for food in the trash. Heverman took photos of the bruises and reported her concerns to the state a child abuse hotline. No one ever responded to the report, and the teachers testified the following school year Isaiah did not return to home to school because the parents began homeschooling him. Wow. Yeah, some people just don't. Some people are just bad people, and they don't deserve their children. That's super scary. It's scary that that child was failed that many times all around, even with having concern obviously he had very good teachers they took pictures and stuff like that and the fact it just what a tragic way for a six-year-old to live his only years on the planet like like the the gabriel hernandez documentary that was really hard to watch and very you know similar in a lot of ways yeah there's a lot of those child torture type things in it like like you always say, it's like the strangers aren't the ones you have to look out for. A lot of times they're right there at home. And we should end it on that note. 
Thank you for listening, liking, commenting, and subscribing. I appreciate y'all. I love y'all. Protect the kids, even if they're not yours. Thank you for being here with us throughout this journey. Banana cats. Banana cats. Much love. Peace.